Hello and welcome to Useful Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Katie Halper. And I'm Matt Taibbi. He's Matt Taibbi, yeah. Would we want to do yeah. the, the food groups? Because yeah. we kind of, we've been kind of like remiss with the food groups. So the Vanguard yeah. thing kind of interrupted our yeah. whole we had food to groups, Mo shows. So we're, we're going we're gonna to go back to... Mo you know, shows? Uh, what did you say? Food groups, Mo... Our f- food, food groups, Mojo. Oh, Mojo, yeah. That's what I said, Mo shows, yeah. Food groups, Mojo. Yeah, yeah. Food groups, Mojo. Yeah, so um, we're back in business. We got four food groups. We should make it eight, but we're not going to do that. That would be too right. much. So people know this idea is come from one of your dad's journalist friends, correct? Yeah, it was, a um, pro- it was actually it was a producer that he worked with a long time ago, a yeah. TV producer. Yeah, basically the idea is that all TV news broadcasts are, are come down to four things. Democrats suck, Republicans suck. Isn't that weird? And isn't that terrible? Pretty much yeah. every every newscast has those elements, uh, yeah. and, and that's pretty much it. It's horrible political stories and things that just make you go, hmm. Right. Which hmm, is the or idea. Ew. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. We should yeah. have him on. Is he still alive or has he joined BS Naipaul? Haven't been in Mark touch Twain. for a while, but he's he's quite a funny guy. He he was he was in charge of doing what they call crashes, which is like when you have a big story that kind of takes over the whole network and they have to coordinate all the different, you know, sort of live shots and everything. And, right. and he called that work shoveling coal for Satan. Oh, wow. This yeah. guy, he should have been a writer. Yeah, he, he is. He's a funny, he is right. He's a oh. funny guy. All right, let's do this. Let's go back to the four basic food groups, and we—that means Democrats suck, Republicans suck. Isn't that weird? And isn't that terrible? So I got Dems. Um, if we could just go to the videotape. Obviously, as people probably know, uh, Derek Chauvin was found guilty of murdering George Floyd. Former Minneapolis police officer was found guilty of second degree murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. Uh, the death of Mr. Floyd spurred the largest civil rights protest in decades. That was me reading at the New York Times. And of course, since then, there have been other uh, police shootings and killings. Look at this videotape of Nancy Pelosi's response. So again, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe, but because of you, and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous. Can we watch the very big? Be- so there's Nancy Pelosi basically thanking him, thanking George Floyd for his sacrifice, which is problematic for a number of reasons. But can we just There's like nine things wrong with this? Yeah, but... let's go through them uh, uh, in a second. But can we just play the very beginning of it? Notice her body language. Again, OK, watch. Thank you, George Floyd. So she's looking up, right? Oh, God. Okay, so she's slightly looking up. Now, the reason I want to highlight that is because if we can go to this other clip, Donald Trump, who had his own reaction, uh, a little bit less uh, linear. So this is Donald Trump. Right now and saying there's a great thing that's happening for our country. There's a great day for him. It's a great day for everybody. Sorry, it's It's not funny. It is a great, great day. I forgot how and nuts he is. And this was because of, um, I know, this was because the, the, num- the job numbers were good. I was president. Right? It's so funny. I know. Yes, I know. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I like that both of them. So, who who said it better? His is more ridiculous, but yeah. hers is way more pretentious. Hers is more pretentious. In a, and in a weird way, it's more of a thing because, like, she's a fairly rational person. Yeah, she had to actually think about she that. She thought about that and thought it was okay to say that. And also, like, she looked up a little bit. To be fair, Donald Trump didn't do that. Now, he could have because he was talking about George Floyd looking down. But uh, oh, And I love how he called him George. Oh, I know. 
Hopefully I know. Charlie, and you know my, my friend George, you know, who I met in heaven the other day. <laughs> you know what's funny is that, like, he, I think there, it's a, there's a longer clip, but he says, like, it was so terrible what happened. He, like, go kind of like what Pelosi does, where she's like, um, who called out to his mother. Isn't that terrible? It's like they're, they're like, it is really heartbreaking that, like, his last words were mama. It was weird the way she was saying it. It was kind of like she had just heard about it. Or, right, which is like Trump, who's like, wow, that, that, yeah. that was bad. Why is it so wrong, the sacrifice? Like, it's tone deaf, and it's it's like, it, it's almost like the don't ever let a, what is it? Don't let a good crisis, good go, crisis to, go to waste. Good crisis go to waste, yeah. Well, it implies a sort of volition on his part. Yeah, that he did it voluntarily, yeah. that, you know, that it was, ended up being a, a net positive or right. something like that. It's... You know, she's placing it in the context of like, what did you do for me kind of a thing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But the thing that that struck me as odd about that is this. It was it was almost a, a religious kind of invocation. Like yeah. he, gave, he gave his uh, like yeah. a Christ-like right, kind exactly, of a thing. Yeah. Given that there have been some pretty weird religious overtones with, with a lot of this stuff. Right. The washing of the feet, the kente cloth scarves oh thing gosh, that she was yeah. also involved with. It just. Wait, what's the washing I, I, of the feet? Oh, that happened during the protests last year. There were uh, ceremonies where people were having, white people were lining up to have their feet washed by black ministers. Oh, I didn't know that. But Pelosi didn't do that, that we know of, right? No, but she didn't do that. Tenor, no, but yeah. it was it was a thing. Yeah. But it, it was the religiosity of the, yeah. of, the, of the subject. I mean, you know, obviously I wrote a couple of books about this and there's like a long list of things that go into why people get, why these cases happen. And probably number one on the list is that the police never get convicted, which is which is what makes this situation remarkable, right? right? But like the other fifteen things have been kind of like thrown to the side and turned into this performative, in, in some cases by people like Pelosi. You know, it's almost like a like a religious movement, which I don't think helps. I don't know. It, well, it and then there's also, of course, um, Biden saying that like his takeaway from this was that there's a different since between shooting someone in the heart and shooting them in the leg. Remember that? Which doesn't actually right. work. I mean, because there's the femoral artery. Well, there's that. And also it, police are not trained to do that. Yeah. Like they're trained. You're not supposed to use your gun unless you're going to use it for lethal force. Like you have right. to assume that every time you right, use your exactly. gun, you're going to kill yeah. the person. Right. Which is supposed to be a disincentive to using right. it. There's a lot of things that are crazy about it. But the Pelosi, she's just she's like an anti-barometer. Like she finds the one note that you can't possibly hit. Oh, well, I will say she does make a big deal out of her Catholicism, which I never really, I don't really want to hear about people's religion. One, I remember she was once like, I don't have hate. I have no hate in my heart for Trump. I'm a Catholic. I was a Catholic. I wasn't, I guess you have, you're supposed to love your enemies, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. So what do we have for Republicans suck? Oh, yes. Uh, so this, so, so the Democrats reacted in their own inappropriate way. Uh, but the, the, the Republicans, this, the New York Times did a story. It's not any one thing. After after the Chauvin verdict, the Times ran this story. It says how the GOP is creating harsher harsher penalties for protesters. Republican legislators in Oklahoma and Iowa have passed bills granting immunity to drivers whose vehicles strike and injure protesters in public streets. A Republican proposal in Indiana would bar anyone convicted of unlawful assembly from holding state employment, including elected office. A Minnesota bill would prohibit those convicted of unlawful protesting from receiving student loans, unemployment oh benefits, or housing assistance. And this, to me, it's like a, it, this is like it encompasses everything or encapsulates everything 
that's just stupid about Republicans. So we got, what do we have? We got um, bills granting immunity to drivers whose vehicles strike and injure protesters in public streets. That's insane. I'm just revisiting it because it's kind of shocking. Barring anyone convicted of unlawful assembly from holding state employment, including elected office. Then that was Indiana, then Minnesota prohibit those convicted of unlawful protesting from receiving student loans, unemployment benefits, or housing assistance. And then in Florida, sweeping legislation, toughening existing laws, governing public disorder, and create a harsh new level of infractions, a bill he's called the strongest anti-looting, anti-rioting, pro-law enforcement piece of legislation in the country. All right. I had to just redo that because they're kind of, they're so shocking. I mean, they're not shocking. Yeah. You're right. They're not shocking, right? They're but not. They're, they are remarkable. They're not. They're just stu- they're stupid. So in the age, in the last four years, five years, if you go to, uh, if you watch any Republican or conservative political gathering, they are all about civil liberties, cancel culture, free speech, going back to the Constitution. Basically, the, the only issue that they have left that works for them at all is this idea of sort of creeping illiberalism in on the democratic side. And so what do they do? Like rather than then actually lean into that issue and and go to take it to a place that would probably be effective across the public, they turn around and do their own versions that are worse of crackdowns against civil liberties, right? So you're upset about people protesting in the streets, you're upset about uh, all these other things, and so you're going to crack down on the right to assembly. Like that's that's now you've killed now you've basically taken that issue away as a, as a political right. winner for you. It's it's a complete contradiction. I feel like that's always been their lane. Like that's not that's the constant. It's not, it's not the lane of of like the sort of Ronda uh, Rand Paul version sure, of Republican. Right, right. Look the. the 80s version of the Republicans that we all grew to to love and hate, which was just hate. You know, let's put let's put people in in prison for flag burning and right. stuff like that. Like they would simultaneously talk about constitutional protections and then and then go after whatever it was. Right. Use the law as a cudgel to go after what pornography, flag right. burning, whatever it is. And so this is just it's just a repeat of the same stupidity that we've always seen from them which is that they recognize something in the population that that bothers people and then they go and they double down they give them a non-solution to it that's all all it is 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 just cruel and repressive and right and stupid i guess to me it's just on brand and Rand paul is kind of the exception like Rand paul is the is a very you know he's a a libertarian i i guess i to me this is just classic republican like cr- classic Republican crackdown, which I, I mean, think it, the ma- it, majority of Republicans are behind. I, I think to me, like the the more tr- I mean, they're all they're trouble. It's troubling on the left in a way that I think is more kind of insidious because, you know, the left is supposed to not. I mean, wh- what, are, what am I who am I kidding? Like the left is supposed to be a lot of things. That's not you know, it's totally hawkish. Obviously, the Democrats are a hawkish party. I also think that there are just certain things that they embrace like publicly like they embrace the tech stuff right the oversight the content moderation well, that's what stuff. i mean the, the the tech the tech thing is a huge issue for republicans now right because yeah. they're they're really you know the, especially on the press front they're they've got all their uh supporters are in a tizzy about tech censorship you know the p- possibility of cooperation with the state and censorship and 
all these things and then they turn around and they do crackdowns on speech and not now you now you've taken that you've taken that away right yeah so, i just think it was it was never even they never had it like they've it's just it's they're so selective well so, they've had it in they've they've had it in areas obviously they've always been a hundred percent in favor of you know economic freedoms even when you know to the point of being completely deregulated right but I just think with with this landscape, what they're what they're doing is they're, is they're is they're responding to headlines and just coming up with things that they think that a certain segment of their base. of their their base is going to love. Yeah. It's just the same stupidity that I think you know, most that, of them do love, right? Isn't isn't Law and Order stuff like popular? Hard? What is it? Tough on crime stuff? Yeah, tough on crime's always been, it's been pop, always been popular yeah. with them. But yeah, again, th- this is this is a party that is struggling to find an issue right. that it can win on because it's no longer going to get it's no longer even getting the, the bulk of the corporate money it's not going to win on the economic liberty argument it's not winning the donations right, battle yeah. anymore so it, it needs an issue okay what do we have for uh, isn't that weird so i i mostly chose this one if i'm being honest for the headline reading at live science uh your most distant cousin doesn't <laughs> even have an anus <laughs> that's a great headline that's a great headline right that's probably the l- least anticipatable headline like if you were going to predict all the weird headlines that would that would eventually exist when that would, would be yeah. a pretty hard one to to to, to predict yeah it's you know how that though, all, right? the whole thing with like six six monkeys typing eventually they'll, they'll right, write they'll hamlet well, which would be first, Hamlet or your most probably distant cousin? Ha- uh, probably doesn't... this, but but Hamlet, you know, yeah. it's in that area. Okay, so again, your most distant cousin doesn't even have an anus. It sounds like a diss, doesn't it? Like kind of like a yo mama joke, but about cousins, about distant cousins. Your mama doesn't have an anus. Yeah, your most distant cousin doesn't even have an anus. Your mama doesn't even have an anus. The nerve of those comb jelly predators. This is interesting, actually, very interesting. If uh there's an interesting photo. It kind of looks like a hedgehog combined with a hedgehog and profile combined with a lettuce. Right. Or cabbage, lettuce. purple cabbage. Yeah. A sponge the size of a minivan, the largest on record, was found in 2015 during a deep sea expedition in <laughs> Papanaumokuaek Marine National Monument off Hawaii. Oh, another Hawaii story, by the way. These bizarre creatures are humanity's most distant animal cousins, according to new research. Uh, and this mm. is a, uh, this is from this week, by the way. So it's a new story, even though the discovery, I guess, was made in 2015. Uh, the entire history of the animal kingdom is a, is like a long highway with different species exiting at different points to pursue their own evolutionary paths. And sea sponges got off at the highway's first exit, ending up in the most distant corner of the country. Scientists recently compared the genetics of sponges with that of another unusual animal, comb jellies. They say their research, published March 19th in the journal Nature Communications, resolves a debate, which, Matt, we've been having ourselves. Uh, some biologists already considered sponges the most distant cousins of all other animals. Others argued that comb jellies were the true sister to all other animals. The concept of evolution existed for about a century before anyone discovered DNA. Many of the ideas developed during that era still hold. Animals that share many traits likely diverged from common ancestors more recently, taking the same evolutionary route until that point and two animals that share fewer traits likely diverge longer ago so we don't we are the anus having yeah trait, yeah and then the, there's the non-anus having yeah 
penetrate. Yes, which is why we're, I guess, closer to the jelly combs. Wait, so obviously... they have anuses? Well, well yeah, wait, hold, hold, your, hold on to your seats. Humans and other great apes, for example, look and act alike, so it makes sense to assume they share relatively recent ancestors. People and dolphins look different and live very different lives, but they share some key traits, live birth, mammary glands, and hair. So they're more like second or third cousins. Taking this approach to the entire diversity of animals on Earth would suggest that sponges split off long ago. They don't have the muscles, nervous systems, organs, or even the traditional mouth-to-anus digestive tract common to all other members of the animal kingdom. Their <laughs> animals... to anus digestive <laughs> tract. Yeah, the M-A-D-T. Uh, their animal traits are basic. That goes in the t-shirt list. Yeah, it does. Uh, they're made of multiple cells, produce sperm, lack cell walls, and need to eat for energy. But comb jellies, which have muscles, and guess what else they have? Uh, anuses? Not just anuses, simple anuses. Comb jellies, I guess we have complex anuses. Anyway, comb jellies, which have muscles, simple anuses, and nerves, despite so many other differences from <laughs> most animals. What's a simple anus? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like no strings attached, just, you know. In, I was going in out one way. That's about it. Comb jellies, which have muscles, simple anuses, and nerves. S-A-N. That should be a t-shirt, too. Simple, simple anuses. anuses and nerves. That's, or just cut the nerves. I, 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 with, I like mouth to anus, the digestive tract. That's good, too. That can be on the back of the t-shirt. That can be a hit song of the band Simple Anuses. <laughs> That's good, right? That's simple our band anuses. in similar like That sounds like an 80s, 80s tribute band. Right? Yeah, that's what it is to the yeah. to the jelly comb. Comb jellies, I mean, sorry. Comb jellies, which have muscles, simple anuses, and nerves, despite so many other differences from most animal life on Earth, seem to have diverged more recently, belonging to the same non-sponge branch of animal life as human beings, sea lions and tarantulas. Why okay. that? Why, why do we have to? I don't get why that. Why those people? I mean, those creatures. But basically, here's the big discovery, okay? This sort of analysis is useful but imperfect. Birds and bats both fly, but not due to any common ancestor. They evolve their wings independently, as live science previously reported. Manatees and whales are both water-dwelling mammals, but live science reported manatees are closer to elephants. Based on earlier genetic work that comb jellies split off from the rest of the animal kingdom before nervous system, less sponges did. Okay, now they're just showing off about all the other pictures that they, uh, all the other stories that they broke. Anyway, but this big picture method is too imprecise to make fine distinctions between cousins as distant as sponges and comb jelly. So the most important sponge comb studies rely on a handful of genes that all organisms share. Here's the big, the reveal, okay? Even in those common genes, mutations creep in over time. The more mutations that separate two animals' common genes, the longer ago their evolutionary paths diverged. From this perspective, some scientists argued comb jellies and not sponges were the most distant cousins of other life, but that conclusion came from just a couple of genes that had diverged greatly in the comb jellies. If comb jellies were the most distant cousins, that would be important. It would suggest comb jellies split off before nerveless sponges and evolved their own nerves separately from other life. And if evolution invented the nervous system or anus twice... <laughs> then maybe evolution really likes nervous system. Wait, systems. is that really in there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If evolution invented the nervous system or anus twice, then maybe evolution really likes nervous systems or anuses for some reason. Don't shame them. Don't kink shame evolution. Uh, that would tell us something important about life itself. The, this new paper throws cold water on that idea. Instead the, the, of... The, the oft-held idea of... Of, of evolution of, favoring anuses. 
instead of comb jellies, our improved analyses, uh -huh, analyses uh, right. point to sponges yeah. as our most mutual animal relatives, restoring the traditional simpler hypothesis of animal evolution. Basically, we got some that's some anus, breaking anus news. There's, I, I have two questions about this story. First of all, the head the headline. Do, do we think that the headline was written by the writer, or are there two oh, people? Right, probably an editor. That's one of like the that's that's an amazing headline. Your yeah. most distant cousin doesn't have an anus, right? Yeah. Okay, and that's a different person from the person who wrote that sentence with uh, the two parentheses anuses in it. The anal the anal entheses parentheses perianal perianalthetical is that yeah what I guess yeah, paraanalthetical well that's paraanalthetical paraanalthetical yeah parentheses uh, well yeah parent parentheses so parentheses I don't know at the end of the day basically nerves anuses and other common features of non-sponge animal life likely only evolved once that's it you know you so and I were on both different sides of the anal the great anal debate. Does it feel to you like that story was just an excuse for that person to write the word anus as many times as I think so. Could? Yeah, probably. Right? Because yeah. he didn't even need to use anus in the story, did he? You mean they could just use um? I mean, there were other tra they traits. They seem to swap or... it into nerves. But anuses is the real. could have said mouth or ears or I don't know. It's not as good of a headline. I certainly wouldn't have reported on it. I feel like, was it written in another language? There was something a little off about it. But maybe just the anuses threw me off. <laughs> It's been known to happen. <laughs> the anuses threw me off. Yeah, another t-shirt idea, yeah. That's another t-shirt, I like yeah. that. They are our, our cousins, and we need to just accept them, anus or no anus. Anus or not. Right. Taint yeah. at the question. Yeah, like Joe Biden's arms wrapped around America, we welcome everybody. That everything. Even, everything that doesn't. Yeah, anus, what, anus or, or not. Yeah, anus yeah. or not, you are our cousins. We are our cousins keepers. All right. Well, that's what. Anything else about that? No, it just isn't that. That's and that's been. Let's our, go back over it again. Our, that's been our <laughs> weekly edition of "Isn't That Anal?" <laughs> All right. Well, for isn't that terrible? I don't really have anything that's nearly as, as good as that. I, I'm just thinking about the genre. We all consume so much news now, and there's like so much that happens in the world that we just lose track of stuff. And then every now and then you'll you'll like read a headline that says like a country's gone. Yeah. Or, there was a classic example of that this week. So the headline here is all gone, quote, St. Vincent Prime Minister appeals for aid amid ongoing volcano eruption. And then the lead is with one third of his Eastern Caribbean nation transformed into, quote, a relative wasteland from the erupting La Soufriere volcano. The Prime Minister of St. Vincent and the Grenadines Tuesday appealed to the international community for help with his country's recovery. It's an extraordinary existential challenge that is facing us, Prime Minister Ralph Gonzalez said. The leader joined the United Nations in launching an urgent appeal for assistant, uh, assistance in, uh, to address the budding humanitarian crisis budding. and multiple yeah. challenges created by the volcano's ongoing explosions. They are seeking nearly $29.2 in assistance to cover the next six months and help start the recovery. Of the 20,000 people evacuated from the red zone after the volcano first unleashed ash on April 9th, uh, I felt like they intentionally did two sh. Uh, Words together. Wait, where was it? Ash, and what's the other one? Unleashed Ash. Oh yeah. I've never. Yeah, that's another that's, album. Yeah, Unleashed Ash. Uh, three quarters are identified by the UN as in critical need of immediate assistance. The disaster has destroyed crops in the northern third of the island of, of Saint Vincent. 
where La Sofriere is located and is leading to a water shortage. Schools have been disrupted because the buildings are being used as shelters and two of the island's five hospitals had to be, hospitals had to be evacuated. Uh, think of us feeding on a daily basis three meals over 10 to 12,000 people. It's a Herculean task. Gonzalez said, this is the midnight hour of our need and we are expecting the international community to come to our aid. I just, I seem to remember a time when there was, when either if there was a massive disaster that wiped out a third of a country or there was a dramatic scene of a of a volcano exploding that it would have been all over the news and we all would have heard about it mm. remember yeah you're right that is that is uh that that story should be erupting sorry but yeah no it should be a huge story you're right i mean it's a, it's a small island but still it, even just the fact that it's got dramatic video and everything like yeah you know when they had uh saint mar uh sorry saint helens or montserrat like it was all over the news for some and i guess this we're just not into volcanoes anymore is that i a thing? guess i don't know yeah i don't i mean maybe maybe it's because things are like all these glaciers are melting away it kind of maybe it puts in perspective it shouldn't but maybe it's hard to keep track of the things being destroyed uh, yeah yeah that's probably true and the fukushima uh, thing yeah, Fukushima. Yeah, and, Fukushima and thing. could could it also be that just people have more access to video about? Right. but it's freaky explosions and things like that. Oh, so, so it not... doesn't stand out as much. Right. So they, you know, if you if you want to see something blowing up, or you know, you can just go on YouTube and watch hours right. of it now. Right. Right. So how many people just haven't ever heard of St. Vincent's? Probably a lot. I'm just you right. know, we, it's a hospital a in New York, didn't, which didn't... also went away. There was a volcano there too. No, it was just there's people maybe have hardened. Oh right, they, they about closed, the loss they of St. Vincent. Yeah, because it closed, the, the hospital, hospital closed. closed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. have St. Vincent destruction fatigue. So they just can't connect to the story. Yeah, they've they can't let themselves get attached. They've been burned before. But honestly, so how big of a it is weird. Like this is really not front page news. I feel like the, this happens all the time though. We have we have natural disasters that are really significant and they just we just don't get a whole lot of headlines right. out of it these days I, I think i think some of it has to do with the fact that they, these stories the isn't that terrible or isn't that weird factor that used to drive so much news has kind of like receded while the divisive political media the stuff that makes everybody pissed off and they want to click a million times and argue with each other right. i think that, that gets much more engagement we That's should we should periodically check to make sure all the countries that were there last week are still, are still around yeah all the islands yeah, yeah. by the way I, I just want people to know that matt chose this story instead of baby born with three penises yeah i was i was trying to kind of avoid wean the us penis. off the yeah. penises yeah. but um, wean us off the wiener the thing is that the, the the pun factor is so high so high in the show i'm trying to like avoid stepping in it every time but that but yeah wean us off the wiener yeah. Uh, but what happened with the was there a baby born born with three penises? Oh yeah, in Iraq. A boy born with three penises, the first ever reported case of human trephalia, a condition in which three phalluses form during embryonic development. The child first seen by doctors as a three month old. That's a really long time to take your three penis child <laughs> to a doctor. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't, don't want to judge. I'm, I'm I'm imagining that there's probably some other factor involved, like maybe access to a doctor. Oh, maybe. right. Not to the penis, but yeah, you're right. He under, but the, it's a happy ending. He underwent surgery to move two of the phalluses, which were small projections at the base of the penis and scrotum. The third phallus was in the usual location. 
So that's good, and he's doing well. In order to balance out this segment, we're going to need something, an animal with three anuses. I know. I bet if we look on the internet, we'll find something that has three anuses. This is very interesting, actually. Extra or supernumerary penises are a rare congenital condition occurring only once every five million to six million live births. Uh, the level of development of these extra phalluses differs in different individuals. In the case of the child in Iraq, the two additional penises contain the erectile tissue called corpus cavernosum, which becomes engorged with blood during arousal, as well as a tissue called corpus spongiosum. Matt, sponge. Mm-hmm. Spongiosum, wow. right. which helps right. support the urethra, the tube through which urine passes. But the extra penises, and this is the happy ending. The, I did not mean to say that. This is the good news. But the extra penises didn't have urethras. This made surgical removal of the extra organs. Guess what? What's the adjective we're going to use? Uh, problematic? Simple. Simple. Oh, I see. Okay. Excellent. Like a simple anus, simple right. simple urethra-free ex two extra penises. So I found something, Matt. If you can open that. The kappa is, uh, it's a, they're aquatic reptilian humanoids who inhabit the rivers and streams found all over Japan. They are generally the size and shape of a human child with scaly skin ranging in earthy hues from deep green to bright red. They possess three anuses, allowing them to pass three times as much gas as a That's human. That's efficient. The kappa, is the kappa real or is it like from a... It's it's like a Japanese legend, I think. Oh, or it's got a, it. or it's an internet legend about a Japanese right. legend. Uh, all all right. right. So uh, this week, okay. the most important news of the day, and that of course is the latest in the Vanguard. You just got to get it out of the way because I think that this is now like going to be a feature of the show. Basically, where yeah. we're, we're just going to keep telescoping this shot. Yeah, out until I know we, we have to until there's like not enough physical space on the screen. I mean, it's like a, it's a it, this is like experimental internet. Sort of broadcasting. Avant-garde, yeah. Yeah, it's avant-garde. Do, do we do the... We're going to have to do the Brady Bunch thing. I mean, we put it out there, but we didn't actually do it, right? So actually... No, we're, I mean, eventually, eventually we're going to have to yeah. actually, with them, actually do it. Right, in person. I don't even know where video. they're based. No, yeah. We don't have to do it in person. We can get them right. to, to send us video, like boxes of them going right. like that and stuff. Yeah. And then we'll have yeah. somebody animate it. Or well, somebody could probably do to, that. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, if anyone wants to, any, any useful idiots people out there any useful idiots is useful idiots if you want to do that we'll send you some merch and, and we'll put it on and, and oh yeah we'll put it on we'll you. credit you you'll launch your and you can say like like uh like the vanguard you can say you've been on the show yeah and then uh, we'll definitely give emphasis to the to the edit that's the most insulting to all of us so oh, i yeah, think you definitely. should you should go back through time and find the most unflattering, unflattering pictures yeah, yeah yeah like the ones with there's glare off my bald head right. and stuff like that like yeah, yeah. i would uh, go for that if i were you so okay let's well, let's let's go to let's the video tape. Let's, let's go to the video tape fuck it we'll do it live yeah once again uh myself and zach we were uh, well, I don't want to say we were featured because I said that last time and then they made fun of me. But our show, a clip of our show was featured on Useful Idiots, uh, co-hosted by Matt Taibbi and Katie Helper. Again, we did a video. One of the one of the only channels that I'm aware of that did a video about how Useful Idiots was canceled by Rolling Stone. Um, essentially, yeah, and we found they, out that we had a horseshit take. Apparently, they kind of clued us in on the last video that we're about to watch. We assumed that it was because of Syria and Assad and all that kind of shit and their coverage of what was going on. It looks like it's actually because of Saudi Arabia and Yemen, or at least that's what's implied. Right. Um, exactly. A lot of people were like, "Wow, this is terrible journalism and this <laughs> journalism." It was like we were just literally speculating. This was a literal fucking. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, just want to say a huge actually. shout out yeah. to. 
um, Matt Taibbi and Katie Helper. We mentioned it last time, but Zach and I are big fans of obviously Taibbi's journalism going back for a while, but also just of Katie Helper on YouTube and of Useful Idiots, the program. It's They're two of the best voices on the left and, and two people we really respect. So obviously it's just been a treat and, and a little bit surreal uh, to see our danky little show uh, featured on their surreal, platform like uh, yeah. again. Which is um, why we're going to ride this segment until the wheels come off, until they stop exactly, responding to the van. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead and play the clip. Exactly. Yeah, and, and this is pretty exactly. cool, too. They did a good job of it. Yes, yeah. in, in my media career, which is that I want Zach and Gavin from the Vanguard podcast, I want them to become the biggest thing on the internet. Well, not... Do you hear that, guys? Just saying. <laughs> the biggest thing on the internet. Absolutely. Even bigger. Bit, like, no. Like, even bigger. No? Even bigger, Katie. Bigger, they can be our sidekick of a show. Okay, so it can be useful idiots and friend or friends. Friends. I'm the friend. Hey, Katie, come oh, on. We never funny. had Rolling Stone propping this up. They did this week right? because yeah. they did a thing on a, on why we were fired from Rolling Stone. Yeah. And then we did a thing watching them. Right. Watching us. And then they did a thing watching us, watching them, watching us. So now yeah, we can do means, a thing. I think we actually have to look them. this way if we're going to do that thing. So, no, you need to oh. turn the other way. Yeah, then we both need to look this way when we're watching this clip so that yeah. it works out well. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we should watch the clip, right? Yeah. We were on Useful Idiots, bro. Bro, that was fucking crazy. Insane. So, for anybody who doesn't <laughs> we were know, on it. I, and, and me and Gavin, both of us, have been big fucking fans of Useful Idiots. Um, Matt Taibbi's books. I'm actually getting confused uh, at this point. Yeah, look, but look how well they edit it. Look, it looks like right we're listening now. to it. You and see? Yeah, well, it fucking, looks like we're uh, responding to it. one of our clips reacting to Did they take from getting canceled, and they actually reacted yeah. to it, and it didn't seem like they hated really it. Really well so edited. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we didn't it hate looks like we're responding to it. Us reacting to them. It was pretty wild, pretty trippy stuff. And what I'm about to do here is going to make it even trippier because really now it's us wow. looking at them looking yeah gavin at us, now you got to turn profile like this, so this is, uh, there you go but this was crazy guys you I guys look up again last night when this episode oh. dropped and um we we have to look who up it was, now? but shout out to whoever yeah. hit me up on twitter yeah, funniest sweet. voices in this you know leftist media space a so, great host one of those they're talking about me there conversations i love her live streams because it is just kind of like oh brush your teeth in less than oh they got ads. Oh, I want one of those. Hey, if you want to sponsor us. What is that thing? It's a... 10 seconds with this brush, revolutionary It's a revolutionary toothbrush. toothbrush. It looks like a... Something you bite like down on. like a torture on. device. Yeah, it does, right? So basically, so basically, we got the shot, right? Yeah. Yeah, so and also, I think, Matt, we need to have a... So they have a Hate Inc. book club. So we need to have a Hate Inc. book club video club where we analyze their analysis of hate inc oh that's actually right stupid but i like it yeah, yeah. no 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 stupid no no i know yeah so yeah, but that, I, could, what that, I... could, that could really that could really be irritating i, I like it yeah i, like I got idea. it behind yeah. me is it behind me yeah your book is next to the pig ass right yeah exactly where it belongs where it belongs yeah but, we should uh, do that so that's so right so then we we're, we're analyzing them and that, that could get really embarrassing for me really quickly but but yeah let's do it yeah, why not let's do yeah. it yeah what we really should do is find some early writing of yours that does oh, actually God. embarrass you oh uh, yeah that's that won't be hard i don't uh i have a yeah. bunch of stuff for when i was like at feministing uh, that i could read oh yeah what oh, was my that God, like yeah. like just annoying like kind of like liberal feminist stuff as opposed to like my leftist feminist stuff where i make fun of the liberal feminist stuff 
Uh, that, well, that should be interesting. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll dig some of that up. I mean, more and, pretentious. And way too many stuff. adjectives. I want like, yeah, I want like some oh, pretentious, pretentious, like early pretentious, journal, like you could find that up up till next, last week. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, you know, V.S. Naipaul, he died. Mm -hmm. Um, he. Yeah. I don't know why that's the way I refer to him. You know that yeah, dead guy? he's not guy? the only one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he had a really not, good... Not common to V.S. Naipaul. Yeah, he has a, some really good rules about writing for early people. Not for you, obviously, but you just said you use too many adjectives, which is like, don't use adjectives when you're starting out. When you're starting out, that's probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, as, as Mark Twain Mark, Mark Twain put it this way, eschew surplusage. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. That was his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also he dead. Is right word? Not you know a second about, cousin. Do you know about him? Mark, Mark Twain also is also dead. dead? Another yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Really quickly, the the seven rules for beginner writers. You ready for them? By dead man Naipaul. Do not write long sentences. A sentence should not have more than ten or twelve words. Oh, we should we should look at your stuff and see how it racks up. Each sentence should make a clear statement. It should add to the sentence that went before. A good paragraph is a series of clear link statements. Do not use big words. If your computer tells you that your average word is more than five letters long, there's something wrong. The use of small words compels you to think about what you are writing. Even difficult ideas can be broken down into small words. Never use words whose meaning you are not sure of. If you break this rule, you should look for other work. The beginner should avoid using adjectives except those of color, size, and number. Use as, free, as few adverbs as possible. Avoid the abstract. Always go for the concrete. Every day for six months at least, practice writing in this way. Small words, short, clear, concrete sentences. It may be awkward, but it's training you in the use of language. It may even be getting rid of the bad language habits you picked up at the university. You may go beyond these rules after you've thoroughly this understood talking about a computer? and mastered them. I know. I yeah, mean, he, I, I, he did I, coincide with them. I don't actually like a lot of those rules. I really? Mean, yeah. Because it's this is like the sort of uh, Ernest Hemingway school of, of writing right. short declarative sentences, no adjectives, no adverbs. It's like, you know, it it's rules for people who don't really like writing, I think. Well, yeah, it uh, is for the beginner again. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think Mark Twain's list at the beginning of Fenimore Cooper's literary offenses is better. Oh, I don't know that. We'll have to do that on our next show. Tune yeah. back. Tune back yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, you can, if if you if you applied those rules to everybody, then you would, you would have a significantly less annoying internet, probably. But yes. uh, you also wouldn't have any good novelists, probably. Right. We but, can analyze the poem I wrote when I was eight about homelessness. Right. How did it go again? Uh, I don't remember all of it, but one of the lines was it was a first person poem about a homeless woman in Riverside Park, which is right near where I grew up. She was like, I, I ride the trains, see the fancy people in furs of coats and leather. Do they even notice me? I really wonder whether. It's pretty good for an eight-year-old. Wow. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like Dr. Seuss meets um, like Jack uh, Upton London. Upton Sinclair. Sort of. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. The political yeah. stuff. Same yeah. Idea. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll, we should do a, a deep dive yeah. into that. Yeah. Like an hour long. Every um, week. Okay. So, Every week for yes. six months. Yes. I mean, well, I mean, getting back to the Vanguard, like, like I think that's the same idea of, as what we're we're doing here, which is let's let's take a joke and just keep beating right. on it until yeah. there's nothing left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't watch Pots of America. Don't listen to it. And um, Wait, subscribe. Rain review us. Subscribe. And rain subscribe. Review all that stuff. Substack. Usefulidiots. Substack.com. Right. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. I like that jazz hand <laughs> type of departure. Yeah. That's right. It's like up with people. Right? What's that? You're oh God, I'm so old. No, Never what mind. Is it? What is it? Up with people was like the super corny 
dance show review. It's sort of like a high school musical, but like 50 times stupider and more. I'm Michael Toscano, hoping you'll join me on the First Light Podcast. We get to the heart of the event shaping our world as our correspondents check in and we talk with newsmakers and people who can take us behind the headlines. The First Light Podcast, wherever you get podcasts.